Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. Our broadcast today comes from our most recent MetaStrategy Digital Symposium. The topic is creating a world-class digital customer experience. And the conversation featured Charu Jain, the Senior Vice President of Merchandising and Innovation at Alaska Airlines, and Sanjeev Sahu, the Executive Vice President and Chief Digital Officer of Ingram Micro. The gentleman who led the conversation was MetaStrategy's Vice President and West Coast Lead, Chris Davis, who joins me now. Chris, great to see you today. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Peter. It's great to be here. Well, Chris, as I mentioned, the topic is creating a world-class digital customer experience, certainly a topic that's of great relevance, but I'd love to have you uh, introduce the topic for our listeners today. Why was this a topic you believe to be salient uh, for our gathering? Well, we wanted to explore what it means to drive a digital customer experience, because if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that all customer experiences are going to be driving more digital. It's just a matter of how much and how fast. And we wanted to explore the idea of how do you drive a digital customer experience across the entire innovation lifecycle, from the boardroom to the front lines, from the idea and incubation phase to prototyping, scaling, and making sure that you create the innovation fabric for a company to continuously compete at speed and at scale. Very interesting. That's a great overview. As I mentioned, Chris, uh, the conversation featured Charu Jain of Alaska Airlines and Sanjeev Sahu of Ingram Micro. Why were these two people who represented uh, this topic so well? Well, it's interesting, Peter. We wanted to look at driving the digital customer experience from complementary angles. With Alaska, we look at it from a B2C perspective. And with Ingram Micro, we look at it from a B2B perspective. The common thread is they both are in the logistics industry, moving people and moving commerce where both executives also have a common pattern of behaviors, they're driving entire transformations at the executive level, at the company priority level, but then not just looking at innovation as this little siloed activity, but focusing and driving innovation at scale through metrics, through hands-on empowerment of teams to drive great outcomes. And I think what you'll find is both Sharu and Sanjeev have very actionable insights for the audience. Hope you enjoy. And now a quick word from our sponsor, Cisco, and the company's chief information officer, Jackie Gushalar. As we enter a time of hybrid work environments, Jackie wanted to take a moment to share how companies can stay ahead of this emerging trend and make informed decisions on the future of work. Jackie, over to you. Hi, this is Jackie Gushalar, SVP and CIO of Cisco. Today, we're at a unique time in history with the ability to redefine work. Work is no longer where you go. It's what you do and how you do it and it is powered by the convergence of people, technology, and places. It's permanently reshaping expectations of both employees and employers alike. To navigate this changing landscape, Cisco's Hybrid Work Index can help you make informed decisions by providing global insights on people's preferences, habits, and technology use in the era of hybrid work. It's based on millions of global data points and insights to help you win the war for talent, accelerate your innovation, and enhance business safety and security. Search Cisco Hybrid Work Index to learn more. Thanks, Jackie. And now on to our broadcast. Well, let's get to the conversation. Without further ado, creating a world-class digital customer experience featuring Charu Jain from Alaska Airlines and Sanjeev Sahu of Ingram Micro, in conversation with MetaStrategy Zone, Chris Davis. Thanks, Peter. And uh, good morning or good afternoon, everyone, wherever you are. Uh, I'm really excited to be leading this panel uh, with Sanjeev and Sharu. Sanjeev and Sharu, welcome this morning. 
Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. So the topic, as Peter mentioned, is creating a world-class digital customer experience. I'll do a brief introduction with Sharut. Starting her career with United Airlines and having leadership roles at IBM, Sharut is the SVP of uh, Merchandising and Innovation at Alaska Airlines, a a $6 billion organization headquartered in uh, the the Seattle, Washington area. Sanjeev Sahu uh, was a technology executive at E-Trade and Expo Logistics before becoming the EVP and Chief Digital Officer of Ingram Micro a $50 billion organization who's a global leader in technology and supply chain services, helping organizations drive their commerce operations. And so to tackle this problem, we're going to center this conversation around the innovation cycle. How do we go from ideation and identifying our portfolio of bets? Then how do we connect innovation at scale? Talk about some examples and then discuss how we measure innovation and how data helps drive that conversation. So Shara, I'd like to start with you. Uh, you're leading a, a group that's really creative and I think new to, to at least me in you're, you're driving an innovation committee at the board level. So starting at the top around how do we look at our portfolio of opportunities across the organization? And I'd love for you to talk us through this, this innovation cycle. How, how is Alaska tackling this opportunity of ideating, placing portfolio bets, and then kicking that off to the rest of the organization? Thanks, Chris. First of all, delighted to be here with the team. Um, So thank you for inviting me. Alaska is a company that's been there 88 some years. So a very well-known brand. And we've had a history of innovation. Um, Alaska was the first to sell online tickets and the first airline to put kiosks at the airport. As our merger with Virgin America uh, was completing, I started having discussions with our executives and our board on how do we continue that culture of innovation and what does innovation really mean for Alaska? And uh, we looked at different models and um, you know, all the way from like a startup centered model to partnership model to doing things ourselves and, um, and, and how, like what kind of an investment profile were we looking for? What kind of results were we looking for? And we ended up with in a place that um, Our belief was really that a very pragmatic um, focus on innovation, which is directed towards revenue and guest experience and our employee experience, was really the answer for us. Uh, We're a very practical organization. We're a very results-driven organization. So we wanted to drive that. And out of that came uh, really the setting up of the Innovation Committee of the board, which I lead for Alaska. Um, I think it was the foresight of a couple of board members that, you know, helped us get to the um, really realization of setting up this committee. Uh, five members of the, our board are on the innovation committee, and um, they're the ones that are very excited and passionate about technology and applying it to digital and guest experience. And um, I would say it's um, it's been up for two years now, and it's, it provides really it's a formal commitment and accountability uh, to innovation. And, um, you know, when it comes to funding and resources and really sponsorship at the top, it has been very impactful and very helpful uh, to be able to say, you know, how do we how do we really identify the opportunities tied to sort of pragmatic opportunities and uh, related to guest employee and revenue and then how we kind of make it come to life. Yeah, I, and I love that you mentioned it's an accountability to innovate because so so many times innovation can feel like uh, a nice to have. And mm-hmm. Sanjeev, you know, in our discussions, 
uh, digital and, and the nature of your role is a top priority for the organization. And you have this framework of thinking about identifying opportunities in performance gaps and opportunity gaps. And I'd love for you to sort of expand on that a little bit of, as you're looking at the opportunity set, which is vast on a global supply chain, 150, 80 different countries, <laughs> there's so many things one could do. Uh, how do you, how do you identify and help prioritize where those big bets and and drive that accountability so it's not a nice to have but it's it's sort of a core ethos of the organization. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Pleasure to be here today. You said it right. I think one of the things about the innovation digital, especially at Ingram Micro, we are one of the largest technology distributors, is looking at how we improve our performance. Is there's always a focus on operational excellence. But also there is a focus on how we look at the opportunity as the industry is changing and the market is changing. And I think our focus is not having digital or innovation on the side, but how can we make it like the priority for the company where we perform as we transform? You know, So basically you have to perform to always make sure that there is no performance gaps in the organization. You also have to look at how you are looking at that business model constantly and creating new digital operating models such a way that you move towards, move the needle towards you know, that direction so there is no opportunity gaps. So one of the things that we are looking at is bringing that operational spirit and aspect right from day one when we are starting digitization or innovation. So, and, and looking at value creation. So everything has to start with the focus on value. Like, is it really in the books of the business? Is it really a shiny object that sounds good? Or is it really something that we are using for, for the business? And that has to be very important because many times, you know, when we approach this innovation, uh, personally, I do not believe that you innovate first and adopt second. What we are looking at is that you innovate and start operating at the same time and you can pivot. So if you are agile and nimble, you can figure out what is working. And if you figure out that focus on value and look at how much of revenue EBITDA you know, is actually generating from your transformation from day one, then you actually are not transforming because people talk about digital transformation. Transformation has a start date, end date. I think we have moved to an era where you have digital operation. You keep on operating, innovating, transforming every day. And, and as technology matures, use them to change your customer experience. Yeah, and, and one of the things, Sanjeev, you shared with me is this notion of a digital spirit, a transformation, as you said, ends, but a digital spirit never dies. And so infusing that in the organization. And what I love about both of your companies is you're not treating innovation as this side project. It's not this isolated group, but there's a very uh, strong focus on how do you drive innovation into the core operations? And uh, Sharu, I wanted to sort of uh, ask you to expand. So as we move from idea to opportunity realization, obviously your organization merchandising and innovation has many counterparts you have to work with, whether it's your, your, your uh, successor in the technology organization, whether it's the field and operators uh, uh, working on planes and taking care of the guest on the front line. And I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about how you've been able to, to realize some of the big innovations you've pursued around food and beverage waste or the time in lobby and, and how you really cross that chasm from this cute innovation activity over here to realizing tangible business value. 
Yeah, Chris, um, you know, when we were uh, setting up the operating model for innovation, um, I first set out to learn what have we done before at Alaska and what's worked and what hasn't worked. And uh, we had tried multiple models. Like I said, Alaska's always had the spirit of innovation. Uh, we had set up innovation programs and separate teams and piloted a lot of ideas. Um, there was a belief when I was setting that up that you know, innovation is, it needs to be in a separate building and there needs to be all these cool people that think differently. And, uh, but none of those had actually scaled and, and seen the light of day in a way that it actually became part of the fabric of how we do business. So uh, for me, it was key that a majority of our innovations are actually operationalized. And we try some things and fail. Failure is very important in this process. So we set out to actually uh, have our existing teams actually work on innovation. So we use enough innovation funding to prioritize resources and add resources. Teams that are working on other initiatives and they're working on running the business are also working on the innovation ideas that, that and opportunities that are available across our guests, across our people, um, people technologies and across revenue opportunities. We have a very mature early adopter program uh, within our company for our frontline employees. So we've been able to use that to get ideas and feedback very rapidly. We work in you know, two-week sprints, and so they're used to getting changes over time, which has been really critical for us. So this is not a big deal. The change management is just part of the program. Um, and, uh, and we have guest advisory boards that we work with to get their feedback very rapidly. So by making it part of how we actually do everything else, it's just become a way of how we roll out technology and, 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 and changes throughout the company. And so the various stakeholders, uh, the, the whole communications process, the buy-in from employees and guests, the testing and knowing what's working and not has actually been the easier part of it. Whereas you would think that would be the harder part of it. Right, right. And Sanjeev, I want to turn it to you. Uh, when, when you talk about um, driving this digital spirit and we, we, you already alluded to, how do you measure innovation? And, and in our prep conversation, you had a quote that said, uh, well, sure, you can look at it as 40% chance of failure, but that also means you have 60% chance of success. And you need to go into this with an optimist mindset that you're going to be successful and have conviction around that. And I um, would love for you to talk a little bit about some of the innovations that you're pursuing at Ingram Micro uh, in order to, to drive scale and, and you know where you're maybe taking some bets that are more risky versus where you're, you're really focusing on that core performance uh, and operational excellence. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. So you, you touched on it, right, that if you look at the digital transformation, which I now call it digital operations, you know, at, at Ingram Micro, you know, there are four things that the way we were approaching it. Obviously, number one is a spirit, you know, and it's it's a spirit about focus on the customer. It's a spirit on value creation, you know, so that everybody is aligned on what we are doing. What, what are we doing is to really create a better customer experience a single pane of glass for our customers for this worldwide ecosystem. We operate in almost 160 countries, you know, and we have more than 200,000 customers and, you know, more than 2,000, you, know, you know, vendors and partners. But how can we create a unified customer experience to make it simpler, take the complexity out and make it easier for customers to actually do business with us? 
And the we are moving towards a more experience-driven organization where there is customer experience, our associate experience, and our partner or vendor experience, right? Now, keeping an experience, you cannot really add value to the experience if there is no value for exchange. Data and machine learning and AI really adds value to that exchange. For example, if we are creating insights and recommendations, we sit on more than 40 years of data. Using machine learning and AI, we can actually figure out the right recommendations and insights to put it to the customer. And if we can improve one single item out on, on a cart, that's a lot of money for us. So that's the way we are connecting the dots using data, which drives true value. Like how can we actually improve or top of the funnel and make a better experience. So that is where the second step comes in from the spirit is the plan. There will be, how do we plan making sure the data aggregation, the data cloud, how do you plan our engines and microservices with the ecosystem? And how do you plan to create a frictionless experience that touches all these areas? So once you plan the next, a lot of the stuff is architecture. You know, you have to architect to have infinite routes to market, you have to architect your solution with cloud uh, data you know, that scales. You have to replicate data from all over the world, making sure that data is harmonized. You have to build your engines. You have to create that experience using you know, technology. So that architecture to pivot comes in. And the last is governance. There is, you have to focus on value. Which of those levers are creating more, let's say operating income or more revenue or helps us to, you know, penetrate to a different customer segment or improve the, you know, our, our operational excellence. So having that governance on a regular scale with focus on value, make sure that we are navigating that plan. And that's where I feel the digital doesn't start with technology and doesn't end with technology. You start with a business opportunity or a performance problem. You show that you are actually solving it and you fit the technology in between. Whereas vice versa, if you start with a shiny technology and no value, you know, in my mind, it's pointless. Yeah, it's an uphill battle. And, and I love through both of your approaches, we're talking about um, accountability structures and it, it almost feels a little antithetical. Oh, we're going to apply governance to innovation is an inherently creative act, but it's about creating the right operating model so that people understand what the outcomes are that they're driving towards and orienting towards that and, and not just saying, oh, we're going to come up with all the ideas over here and then you go implement, but it's about governance and, and creating that continuous investment cycle, knowing that your innovation isn't going to die. There's an opportunity to scale this across. And uh, just to build on that last point on data, Sharu, uh, you shared a, a vignette around how uh, Alaska is using data to really personalize the guest experience and, and especially, you know, putting information in the power of the flight attendant. I I'm, I'm just would love for you to, to share that story because it's so so personal, so small, but can be so impactful. Yes, I, you know, one of the earlier investments or areas we focused on was around data and really connecting our guests and our employees together. So today, if you call the rest center and then you talk to an agent in the lobby and then you get on the flight and you talk to a flight attendant, they all don't know you and your full experience. I think all our companies have a lot of data. It's about how do we connect the data to where people need to see it and give it to the people. So we um, we we invested in really making that data available to our employees about our guests and um, not just you know their loyalty status or 
you know, how important they are to us, but what their experience has been on us. And, and I think that really, you know, Alaska is known for its care and culture and our frontline employees do an amazing job taking care of people and putting that data in their hands. So our flight attendants now and our CSAs now have um, ability to see what has happened to a guest. Have their flights been delayed or canceled? Have their bags been, um, you know, missed? And so they take that data now and they take the opportunity to actually interact with that guest and apologize or do a service recovery action. And I think it brings that sort of personal interaction that yes, yeah, Alaska really knows me because this happened to me two weeks ago or three months ago, but they know it and they're acknowledging and realizing it. And, um, and it, it's, it's just shown the power of actually, you know, putting that data and technology and like freeing up our people to actually make use of it. Yeah. And I love that through both of your conversations, shifting from transactional to experiential and putting that at the focus of innovation. So just to recap, I mean, so many action-packed insights here. When you're building a great innovative digital customer experience, think about what your accountability models and how to structure governance in a way that enables scale, not suffocates creativity. Look for the performance and opportunity gap. Focus on creating that spirit. So it's not a transformation that starts and stops, but it's a continuous value chain. Bring the organization in. Don't put it on a, on a little uh, cute beach over here. Make it central to the transformation and, and ability to uh, deliver value, measurable value, to a customer-centric experience. <laughs> it's all well and good, but it's a lot of hard work, and both of you are doing amazing things to lead your organizations. Uh, Sanjeev and Sharu, thank you so much. Fantastic insights, and greatly appreciate your, your time today.